If you're like most people, you've probably got a dream, a goal, something you've been putting off. It might be that dream of a book you want to write. Maybe it's the business you want to start and you haven't written that business plan, but you keep talking about it. Maybe it's something you want to do for your health or your home. Maybe you want to, you know, redecorate and maybe you want to clear out that storage unit <laughs> that's got all that stuff in there. But for whatever reason, you never seem to feel like doing it. So it never gets done. Coming up next on the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, I'm talking about something really simple. The fact that your feelings don't need to dictate your actions. If you're looking for motivation, well, I've got the simple secret to find it. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. Over the last couple of months that I've been doing this podcast, there's a theme that has come up multiple times, and it makes sense because this is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. But this theme is around the idea that your feelings are honest. They're not necessarily the truth. It was a quote that I heard many years ago, more than two decades ago, from the late Thomas Leonard, considered the founder of the life coaching profession. When I first heard it, it was very intriguing to me because I didn't understand it at first. Feelings are honest, but they're not necessarily the truth. What I've come to know over time is that this simple truth can transform everything when it comes to finding your motivation. You see, most of us, when we know we need to do something, um, especially if it's something that is important to us, it feels like a dream, a big goal, we are looking to feel like getting going, to feel like keeping going. And oftentimes those feelings just don't come. You had intentions, you got up, you were going to completely declutter your garage, your car, your basement, whatever. And then it was time to do it and you didn't feel like doing it. So you moved on and did something else. Perhaps you blocked out time to work on something really important to you. And when the time came, you distracted yourself with other things because when you sat down to do it, you just, you felt overwhelmed or you drew a blank as to what to do first and the feelings weren't there. You didn't feel like doing it. Or maybe it's your workout that you've been planning. You know that you wanna be healthier. You might even know you really need to make some changes. You decide you're going to do it. And then when it's time to do that workout, you don't decide anymore. Instead, you wait to feel like doing it. And of course, you don't feel like doing it because <laughs> it doesn't feel all that good, right? <laughs> so what is it that we can do to find the motivation? Because I get asked this question so much. How do I find 
my motivation? How do I get motivated? How do I stay motivated? And I think part of the problem is that we often look at other people who are doing the very thing we want to do, and we misunderstand what has given them motivation. So we look at the person organizing everything and go, oh, they're just so good at that. We look at the person working out and we say, oh, they just love working out. Oh, I wish I was like that. We look at the person writing the books consistently and we go, wow, they are just so inspired. And what we're doing is telling ourselves things that actually are not true. And as a result, we sit and we wait to feel inspired. We wait to feel like getting organized. We wait to feel like we know exactly how things are going to unfold and therefore we're moving forward. As opposed to saying, you know what, I decided this is what I'm going to do because this is what I need to be doing right now. This is what I want to be doing. The outcome of me taking these actions will lead me into my vision. And so I'm doing it, whether I feel like it or not. We tell ourselves the lie that motivation is about feeling like doing something. Motivation is this, this magic thing that comes upon us. If you're coming from a position of faith, you might even say, well, surely God would cause me to feel inspired and I'm going to feel all these feelings that are going to cause me to want to move forward and to keep going. And so we wait and we wait. We distract ourselves while we wait and we put the important stuff aside while we wait. And sometimes we get to it because sometimes it's stuff that has a real hard deadline other people are waiting. And so sometimes that adrenaline kicks in and that's where we get the motivation. But how would it feel if you didn't need the adrenaline to kick in or some awful consequence to kick in to negatively motivate you to get going? Well, it's actually quite possible. But it starts with simply deciding that even if I don't feel like it, I'm going to do it. I don't feel like getting up and doing what I need to do. I can actually just notice that I'm not feeling like it. There's, um, there's a, a concept that I talk about in my book, Let Go of the Guilt. And the idea is called affect labeling. Affect meaning emotion. That in the case of guilt, when we feel guilt, or even other negative emotions like fear, anxiety, et cetera, that it can really help us if we simply label it. Like when we see it, we notice it, we label it, which causes us to pause and it gives us an opportunity to not allow the emotion to take over our actions because that's where the danger comes in. When we have an emotion like guilt and the guilt is telling us to do something we don't really want to do because... Well, you know, we, we are feeling badly, like with guilt, a lot of times it's falling into a guilt trip. So maybe someone has said something, um, reminded you of something they did for you. And so they're kind of guilting you into it, even though you know it's not the right thing for you right now. And so when you label the guilt and you're feeling it, you pause, you notice that guilt is trying to get in the driver's seat and take control of your actions. And by just simply going, that's guilt. You can actually put enough of a pause in 
that you step back and you don't automatically react. Instead, you respond. And the response, even if you're not all the way there to saying no, the response might be, let me get back to you on that. Let me think about that. Let me sleep on it, right? Or affect labeling could cause you to actually say, no, I, I can't do that right now. I'm sorry. So when you are in a situation where you're looking for motivation to do the thing you need to do, I'm wondering for you right now, what is that? What are you putting off right now? What's What just keeps getting rolled over on your to-do list to the next thing, right? And as that is happening, I want you to simply notice it. As you are not feeling like doing the thing, just go, that's my feelings. It's not my decision. That's my feelings. And my feelings don't get to dictate my actions. So motivation, every once in a while, we just feel motivated and inspired and we go do it. And when we tell you, when you have those moments, take advantage. <laughs> get into action immediately because the motivation can just disappear sometimes very quickly. But I would say it's probably only about 10% of the time that we really feel motivated. If we stop waiting to feel motivated, if we stop waiting to feel like working out, feel like diving into the project, feel like doing the next thing that we really need to do to move us forward. If we stop waiting to feel it, then we just do it despite what we feel. And the amazing thing that happens is that as we start doing it, we start feeling good about what we're doing. We actually begin to find our motivation. We actually start to build confidence and pride in what we are doing and the fact that we're exercising discipline to get it done. We have to stop tricking ourselves into believing that we're waiting on a feeling. You don't need feelings to take action. Now, if you're sitting here saying, but Valerie, I, I feel bad. I feel sick. I've been going through something. That's not what I'm talking about. Of course, when you have an emotional weight on you or something that you're trying to overcome or you're physically sick, that's different. I think you know what I mean here. So often, we procrastinate, we wait, we even miss our opportunity because we were waiting on feelings. So when the feelings get in the way and say, I don't feel like it today, I don't feel like it today, just label it. That's my feelings. But my feelings don't get to make my decisions for me. So where does this apply for you right now? Because if you can get a grasp on this concept, you can transform your life. You can transform everything. Because when we stop believing that the people who are most successful somehow just feel different, they're just more motivated, they're just more inspired, when we stop believing that, we realize it's just about having the self-control when you don't feel like doing the right thing to say, ah, feelings get out of the way. You're not in the driver's seat. We're taking action. Feelings will catch up. And even if the feelings don't catch up, I'm going to have some good feelings about the discipline that I've exercised in order to move forward. If you can do this, that book can get written. That relationship could possibly be healed. Your health could be transformed. Your finances could be transformed. Think about the number of times that feelings 
dictate or have dictated financial decisions that were not the right and healthiest decisions for you. And if feelings didn't get to decide, what could that mean for you financially? So that's it. Feelings are honest. You feel what you feel, but they are not necessarily the truth. In other words, you cannot allow them to dictate your actions. You have to decide to move forward. And when you decide to move forward, you might even tell yourself, you know what? I like doing this. I've done that. Uh, <laughs> I've done that many times. I say if I'm, I'm feeling like, oh, I don't want to do it. I want to do it. I like doing it. Because the truth of the matter is the things that move you closer to your vision, you actually do like doing them. It's the other stuff that gets in the way, the fear that it's not going to turn out right, that maybe you don't know what you're doing. All of those things get in the way and cause us to lose what feels like motivation. Sometimes you have to ignore those things. Label them and you decide. Take action. And when you take action, your feelings will catch up. So I don't know how this is hitting you today. I would love, love, love to hear from you on what it's time for you to stop letting your feelings get in the way of. Where is it time for you to start taking action because you know it's the right thing to do? Leave a review, leave a comment. I would love to see that there. And uh, I also would love to invite you to check out a very excellent free resource that I've created called the Vision Manifesto. Your Vision Manifesto will actually help to inspire and motivate you every single day, but you've got to write out where are you going? Why are you going there? And it will pull you forward. So go to ValerieBurton.com forward slash podcast and check out the Vision Manifesto. I want you to write your own compelling vision that pulls you forward. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. I want you to remember this. How far you go is largely determined by how much you are willing to grow. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams, sabotage your joy, and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast.